This episode of the Good and the Bad and the Geeky podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Audible.com, over 85,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It will cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and news liberty has endorsed any aspect of this show. Welcome out to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. I'm Nick Nitro, along with me as always... John! And welcome out to episode 153, the week of... Uh, October, first week of October. That's right. And, um, yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah. Well, we're recording this a few days before the first. Well, actually, it's one day before the first. <laughs> yeah. But this won't be released probably until a few days after, um, unless I get very lucky in that regard with... T- a plethora, plethora of time. Plethora. A plethora. Is it plethora or plethora? Or plethora. A plethora. Let's go with plethora <laughs> of time and a dictionary, apparently, with pronunciation. This is the wrong emphasis. An emphasis. <laughs> Have you ever been to Webster.com? They actually, yeah. there's a sound bite where if you click on it, it'll go Does he talk, emphasis, emphasis, it, oh. and it'll give you the definition. They won't, oh. they won't speak I it to you. you click on something, they'll go, what you talking about, Wiz? What you talking about, Wiz? Webster.com. Well, oh, yeah. Well, wait, uh, wait a minute. Well, no, wasn't that, that wasn't Webster. Wasn't that, uh, was I don't know. Wasn't that, uh, oh, my God, different strokes. Yeah, wasn't it named Webster, though? And then, I don't think so. No, no, because remember there was Gary Coleman who was a little dude. Yeah, and they had a, what was his character's name? I don't know. That's a good question. I Hold on. Different. Hey. <laughs> got it. I got it. Hold on. Okay. Different strokes. Different oh, come on. Strokes for different folks and so on and so on. Now, see, I thought that should have been the theme song, but it never was. I mean, because they didn't have oh. the same black lady in it, too, that sang the song. Like Nell or something or other. Yeah, I thought. Um, apparently, his character's name was Arnold. Bazinga! Arnold Jackson. Arnold Jackson. Okay, and then well, who the fuck is Webster? Webster is another show that he did to sort of like rip off the other one. And okay, yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't really. I feel dumb. Don't no, don't man. Just because I really do. I hate now. I mean, I'm going to say this, and people are not going to like it, but you know what? Sometimes shorties all look the same. And, <laughs> and by shorties, I mean midgets. And by midgets, I mean little people uh-huh. from Munchkinland. That's right. They, and, like to, they like to be called little people. Uh, they, they do. A midget told me that. Um, no, as, you know, same thing. And they like to go bowling, too. Yeah. They like to go bowling. Uh, you know, it was... My mom got the biggest laugh, because I, I made her watch, which I didn't make her. She... Even though she has no instinct to ever watch movies like this, she got mad one day when I told her, I was like, Mom, you wouldn't like Lord of the Rings. And she's like, no, I love that stuff. I want to see that. You never took me. You only took your father. So I, I was like, okay. <laughs> so I, when, when I was sick and they took care of me, we watched Lord of the Rings. And the part okay. where the, the Gimli the dwarf, he's like, I'm going to tell you once. But don't ever tell don't tell the elf. But you can throw me, you can toss me, <laughs> dwarf tossing. And mom just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Did she like the movie so? Oh yeah, God yeah. Really? Yeah. Matter of fact, she's she's very excited for the Hobbit, and she also oh, wants yeah? a sequel. And I'm just like, mom, it's it's over. Middle Earth is prosperous. Pro- prosperous. Prosperous. I- what the? <laughs> it's early. Yeah, it, it's it's very early when we're recording this, and also comparatively to com- what yeah. we normally do. Yeah. <clears throat> And at least you're not like doing like our missing third companion would would be doing, and they like berating me for. Yeah. You're just saying no, no. It's just this word. And see, I learned from that more than the other one. I, you know, I need positive reinforcement, John. That's right. Oh, we got a uh, shit. 
I'm just fucking shit up. Believe me, I work. I I I work with a bunch of high schoolers that they say stuff wrong. Well, they 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 do one wrong thing and they think it's the end of the world. <laughs> and if you don't give them positive reinforcement, they you know they'll probably want to well, come home and kill themselves. As I as I've learned, John. From my from my therapy sessions, that I have low self esteem, oh. and um, yeah, well, no, I could have told you that like four years ago. It's nothing <laughs> new. It's just that now I'm working on. <laughs> but we have a very <laughs> yay positive reinforcement. Yeah. So I, we have a we have a big show though for you, episode 153. Ooh, really big show. We have a really big shoe. We actually have uh, Emmy bet winners, which we'll do after the break. We have mm-hmm. we're going to talk Red State Moneyball. Um, new, uh, you and Nate last week watched Raising Hope a New Girl, and we didn't get mm-hmm. Nate's thoughts on that, but we did, um, uh, we did get some stuff from Words and Fun Facts. So, you know what? Um, even though Nate can't be here, we got him. Now, we've had some problems. That's what took us a little bit longer to start. Sure, that's a good excuse. Um, and pretty much Nathan. He can he can talk, but he but we he can't hear us. So uh-huh. if you if he just starts talking over us, you know now you know the reason why, and um, or you know maybe it also could be pre-recorded. We don't really know. <laughs> we're just going to go with that. We're having uh, c- connection problems with yeah. the phone, and uh, whatever makes it seem funnier. That's what exactly. Is. So Nathan, here is Nathan or DJ Meets words and fun facts for episode one fifty three. Mm-hmm. Nathan, go. All right. This is my loony fact for the week. Uh, this is the one where uh, most of them come from, like, different states, loony. like things that are illegal. All loony uh, things come from this so one? So, in okay. Elkhart, Indiana, get this, guys. In Elkhart, Indiana, it is illegal for barbers to threaten to cut off kids' ears. You would figure that, that would be everywhere. It's really. apparently illegal to cut... Or illegal for barbers to threaten to cut off kids' ears. But not at Freedom Way, If Indiana. you live in Elkhart, Indiana. In Elkhart, though, that's a no So maybe no. Indianapolis, mm-hmm. you know, they're down with it. But in Elkhart, you exactly. probably will go <laughs> to prison. I don't know though? what the penance is. That's a good question. I don't know he, if you don't... I have no idea. You don't like get to go to a lawyer game or something. But <laughs> yep, don't do it there. <laughs> and then my... Or a waitress. Um, fun facts or my... Uh, I'm talking, Nate. I'm trying to make a joke. Is, um... <laughs> Rhinotilexomania. Rhinotilexomania. So if Rhino probably has something to do with nose. Want to take a stab at what rhinotilexomania means? I would think so. Go ahead. I would think something I think about it's a nose. Right, because like rhinoplasty means nose. You know. I no, think- John, you dipshit. It does not have anything to do with rhinos. <laughs> You Apparently you're not listening to me, Nate. Give you a hint. It's a, it's a type of OCD. Type of OCD? I I don't get one. I don't one. Actually, you guys might not get it. I'll give you a clue though. Look what I'm doing with my nose. Oh, uh, like, like you're cleaning your nose I, we, or blowing we, your nose? Yeah, blowing your nose. Yeah. You 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 your Imagine nose. my finger is up my nose. Picking your nose. Picking, and I am yeah. constantly doing this. Yep, okay. there you go. Habitual or obsessive nose picking. Oh. So. If you suffer from rhinotelexomania, you may be a, an habitual or obsessive nose picker. Okay. See, well, my students want to know why they need to learn to read. So you can learn about shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thanks, uh, thanks, Nate. We'll uh, we'll okay, hear Nate. from you later in the show. He uh, he has some thoughts on Red State. Actually, th- those are pre-recorded. That was not obviously, um, <laughs> but we'll have Nathan's thoughts on Red State and. Uh, but uh, so, how is your how is your week, man? My week. We haven't done. We haven't. That's a serious question we've not asked in a long time because it we've actually been busy. Um, yeah, I've been really busy lately. Just I, I it, maybe the birth of your oncoming child. Maybe yeah, yeah it's getting there. Uh, man, it was. Let's see here. This past Monday, it's Friday right now. Was right. Thirty-seven weeks. So what, what 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 what's that called? There's a term that's it's called, right? Technically, thirty-seven weeks is full term. Full term. So, so then, what's forty weeks then? Besides, see, birth. forty weeks is 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 basically the average. Well, what if you go? What what do they call it once you go over forty? Like, what's what what's it called at that point? Is it past term? Past due. Past okay. due. Past due. I mean, basically, when they give you a due date, they give you a due date forty weeks after. You know, they yeah. they figure whenever. So, um, 
you know, our due date is October 17th. Right. So I guess that's 40 weeks after whatever. But, you know, she could, <laughs> baby could come two weeks early at 38 weeks. She could come two weeks later. Or two weeks later. Now, do you guys have a plan for a C-section? No. No, okay. No, not at all. Um, okay, and I, I I still am shocked that you guys are doing this. But you've told us before on the show mm-hmm. that you are you and Amanda are not buying diapers. You're using cloth. Yeah, we're going to try it. It's There's a lot of research out there, and there's a lot of people that have done it that have pretty much swayed us into doing it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we basically anything that we do, man, we, we have to do massive amounts of research on it to make sure that it's a good choice for us. Right. And um, everything that we've done, everything we've read, it's it seems like a good choice to us. Everyone thinks... Uh, cloth diapers and all folding and everything and all that stuff where... Well, to me, it wouldn't be the folding because yeah. I was talking to someone the other day. I was like, well, my friend um, is about ready to have a baby yeah. and he has a little girl sure. and he's just like, he's like, man. And the other one, uh, my other friend at work is literally just had a baby a few, uh, not even, she's almost a year old. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, man, I don't know how they're going to do that because the poop yeah. goes everywhere. Sure. Well... And I'm just the like, main thing you read on cloth diapering is yeah. with cloth diapers you don't have blowouts, where or where it oozes out. Yeah, where it goes up the back and everything. Yeah, okay. Um, just because their the absorbency of them is a lot more, and they kind of it, it just sets there. Yeah, it, it well, absorbs it. Yeah, it absorbs it more, and it's just. I don't know. The well, way it fits on a baby is. I guess is a I'm lot not looking than. at the overflow. I'm talking about the washing process because right. the whole purpose and is basically, to use them. Basically, yeah, because what you what it amounts to is basically maybe two loads of laundry extra a week with diapers. Okay. Well, I'm talking about dirty. This is why. This is okay because I'm grand. I've never shit myself mm-hmm. to the point. That maybe a baby would, which is just right. tons of shit everywhere, right? Right. And and then you got to put it in the, in the in the washer, right? And wash that because right. then you have shit in your washer when you clean your clothes. And now I know well, as a not parent, necessarily. Well, but that, but see, that's my train I know, of you thought. Think that sure, and but, that's the, but the, when it comes that, to it, it's really not. That's my only complaint with that, or yeah. my only worry is that you guys are going to do another load of laundry and there's going to be shit no. or something still in there, and you're just like <laughs> no. all over my nice shirt. Damn it! That, no. that, yeah, that, that's all. And because someone else was like, "Yeah, I don't know how." And then, and then I heard I heard other horror stories about yeah. just well, it's just it was just too much. Sure, I mean everybody. It's a thing. Everybody has a preconception about of what, what it is. is. Right. You know, you talk to someone older, like if you talk to my parents, your parents, or grandparents, or whatever, they think cloth diapers. You gotta fold them and you gotta pin them with the safety pins and all that stuff. Well, that's because Tom and Jerry taught us that. Exactly. I, I mean, I hate to say it, like, but that's now, true. It's a cliche. Now, they're all adjustable and everything, and mm-hmm. um, basically, you buy one size and it fits them from as once they hit ten pounds. When they're newborns, they don't make them small enough to fit a newborn. So you do have newborn diapers that you you know okay. newborn disposable diapers, and plus they're going like six times a day with the newborn diapers. So yeah, you know, once you get up to ten pounds, it kind of levels off <laughs> um, um, but yeah I mean they have like snaps and velcro and all this stuff oh, okay. really easy and all that stuff and they have all these like super absorbent inserts that you put in you just once they have it you put it in a wet bag and mm-hmm. um, which is basically a waterproof zip, zipper thing bag mm-hmm. that hangs off the changing table and you know at the end of the day or whatever into the couple of days when it's full take it dump it in the washer um and that's it. You know, wash it like normal. And okay. Well, I, I, that was my only concern. It's funny. People, the say, people say, because like with their first child, they did regular diapers, disposable diapers. And right. the second child, they did cloth diapers. And they have to say, with the cloth diapers, it's almost like they, it causes them to do more of their laundry and like they keep up on their own stuff. Right. And it gives them a, it gives them a reason to go down and do their laundry and keep keep themselves organized as far as that goes. And mm-hmm. I'm all about organization and all about keeping up on all that. I don't no, want, I, I don't want to be like the you know you see some crazy parents that are have newborns that you know everything in their life goes to hell because they you know they, they don't only plan to, for like two weeks, not anything beyond yeah, that. But you know, and I mean, who knows? We could try, and it could be horrible. 
Right. But, you know, listeners, if you have an opinion on that, yeah. let me know, please. 614. Um, I'm sorry. You're yeah, probably you, not, not going to change my opinion, but um, you can call and leave us a voicemail if you want. 614-364-4088. Or you can uh, email the show at goodbaggeeky at gmail.com. And uh, you know what? We'll, or you can send me a Twitter directly. Directly. At John Bettine. J-O-N-B-E-T-T-I-N. No spaces. That's right. And and for those who, if you follow the main feed and you want to do, you do want to tweet John, but you might not remember that, even yeah. though it's right there on audio yeah. form, you know, mm-hmm. which I would say would be easy. But let's not discredit that. Mm-hmm. Every Friday, I do follow Friday. Yeah. And yeah. there, you will see me just tweet the fuck out of John and Nate <laughs> and my uh, Twitters. So you're, you're covered there. And, um, but yeah, so we did words and fun facts. Oh, we started something, and we meant to do it last week, mm-hmm. or last episode. Because for a while, Jimmy's doing every other, during our off week, Jimmy is doing uh, just for till the new television season mm-hmm. passes. Um, which, by the way, will probably be up until you... You're gone. See so how many episodes? You, I think you got like two or three eps left, man. And then you're, I think you're so. on break. I mean, you just never know. You're on maternity leave. That's the thing. You just never know. No, that's like right. So we have it'll. We have basically. We'll be 38 weeks on Monday. Man. So once you hit 38, I mean, it could be any. It's a new ball time. game. It any. is. You know, man, it has a cramp, and you're like, oh god, who knows what's going to happen? What's going to happen? She was. Her stomach was feeling kind of weird last night. They have. She hadn't had any, like, major cramps or anything throughout the whole pregnancy, or mm-hmm. um, they're called Braxton Hicks yeah, contractions, yeah. which are basically your body getting ready for labor, just kind of, it's kind of like practice contractions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the pre-show. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, some people have them six months into it, some people don't have them at all. Wow. And Amanda was having some kind of weird feelings in her stomach last night. She hadn't had them, and, I mean, we're pretty much full term, so... You know, last night I'm thinking, okay, what's going on? <laughs> you know, Amanda doesn't know either. Right. But there's things we learn that, you know, they say if you have those. Now, do you have the say, little bag packed? Yeah, it's all ready to go and all that stuff. I, I have, yeah. That's um, that's awesome. Well, anyway, so we're going to, uh, we're, we have a bit <laughs> from Wendy we're going to play real quick. Mm-hmm. And Wendy's been watching Lost, right? Right. Wendy's been watching Lost. Now, now, see, I think it's funny, and she even says, she's like, I, I can't go into all the details about what's going on. I'm like, Wendy, we don't need you to, because there's people out there that are just like you, or that have seen it, you know? Yeah. That they will find your retelling of it very quickly to be very funny. Uh-huh. And um, so, without further ado, here is, uh, well, I think the, the, the clip really just says it all. Here we go. Previously on Lost with Wendy Webb. Okay, so much has happened. We're almost completely through the second season. The others I talked about in the last segment aren't actually the others. They're the survivors from the back of the plane that broke off. We were introduced to Mr. Echo, who in my opinion is totally badass. Anna Lucia, who's extremely annoying. Libby, who's very patient and kind. And Bernard, who is married to Rose from the other half of the surviving plane. There are still actually the others on the island. And they're the people who stole Walt from Michael, Sawyer, and Jen when they were on the boat. We found out they also kidnapped Claire and immunized her baby. Then she was helped by the French lady's daughter. She escaped and came back to the island, or to their part of the island. Charlie hoarded a stash of heroin married. Kate kissed Jack. The survivors are keeping a possible other in the armory as a hostage. Curly took Libby on a date. Jen and son are pregnant. Sawyer is now keeper of the gun. And Jack continues to be a sexy leader. Michael took off to get Walt back, but then came back, and then he came back to kill Anna Lucia and Libby. But I think Libby was an accident. Anna Lucia was on purpose. I wasn't too sad about him killing Anna Lucia, but I was really sad about Libby. Her and Hurley were a really great couple. Locke and the other survivors continue to put the number code into the computer every 108 minutes, and I'm really ready to find out if anything will happen if they don't put the code in. I'm also beginning to learn that the survivors seem to all be connected somehow. It's really interesting. So, okay, that's all for now. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. And that was awesome, Wendy. That was it. Wendy, thank you very much. So, yeah, we got, uh, we already did Words and Fun Facts. We did Wendy's voicemail. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know what? What we'll do is uh, we'll, we'll take a break, and uh, 
We'll talk about the Emmy, Emmy bet winners because I can't speak that. Actually, before we go to a break, one more thing because I said we were going to talk about it. We are going to do a contest for uh, – we have Desperate Housewives Season 7 on DVD, brand new from ABC Disney, uh, for us to give away to you guys, our listeners. So if you would like to win it, all you have to do is give, call us at 614-364-4088 or email us, goodbaggeek at gmail.com, and we're, we're looking for a desperate story of, of being married. Um, I would like it to be a salacious tale of of sex, and if you want to throw some violence in there, we probably wouldn't really like that because that would be real at that point. Yeah, but um, <laughs> you know, I have to call the authorities on that. Yeah, we, that wouldn't be cool. You know, no one likes a serial murderer. Uh, why would you be listening to our show anyway? Because now that creeps me out a little bit. Yeah, but um, yeah, if you can tell us a, a dirty, sexy story like the women of the Desperate Housewives have every week on their show. Like Terry Hatcher with Superman, sure. Um, and the girl from uh, – I'm going to stop there. You, you get the point. Just give us a really lurid tale of your exploits, um, male or female. We prefer female, though. Um, but uh, we will give you – we will send it to you. We will we'll ju- we'll play all your stuff on the show. Um, if you want to use a code name, use a code name. But uh, we do also make sure you give us your address if you do um, email us. With the story that way, um, or at least give us a phone number, we can call you and then pre-record it, and we'll find some way to mask you. But that way, we can get your information, so you can, if you, if we like your entry, we can call you back and you can win. So, and we'll do that up until up until our Christmas episode. Matter of fact, um, we'll probably do it the episode. We'll probably do like a special mini episode where we talk about that or something, or during the best of show, or we'll, we'll figure it out. But it'll be sometime at Christmas or right after Christmas. We'll say who won. And uh, we'll uh, so again, goodbaggeekygmail.com, 614-364-4088 is our voicemail, and uh, we will be right back with tons of more stuff right after this. I hope you know the stakes. I'll put a slug between your shoulder blades. Then ask what light through yonder poser breaks. I have been, I am back on that assy bastard. My rhymes are classic. Your crap is drafted by kindergartner high on acid. Yo, bad. You're an old white soldier boy who has no swag. And no gonads. Eat gads. It's so sad. And to top it off, you're not a doctor. I've never seen a softer author. You crook you. I bet you wrote the Twilight books too. Even Horton doesn't want to hear you. And City Lou, who is afraid to go near you? You bore people to death. You leave a classroom looking like the enemy bad. I entertain a child at any age. You gotta translate what you said on the opposite page. How you gonna battle with a cat in a hat? Little kids get scared when I step on the mat. Think your ruffle neck ass gonna rap to that? I got a best-selling book about me coming back. I'm switching up my style like the Beatles with my pieces. Each is such a wonder with a plethora of features. It's pathetically predictable. You think you do McMinding through the trisyllabic meter and some ghetto-muppet creatures. The bard is in the building. It's a castle. I'm a boss. Better parliament depositive. I'm killing it. I'm iller than the plague. And never caught a cholera. I'll bala bala on some cricket bowl of business while you're sitting in the bleachers. You rap fast. You do. Yes, you rap fast. It's true. Now let's see how you rap versus things one and two. Oh, oh, oh,
Hey, you know what book I've not read in a while? What? Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. There's a few new ones I wouldn't mind having either. I'm busy a lot of the time, too. Yeah, that's why I listen to audiobooks on my iPod Touch. It uh, helps me stay in touch with the books I want to read and allow me to, you know, fit in between the rest of my responsibilities. That is why, for some of you listening to the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. I was able to sign up and get a free copy of one of my favorite books. Catch me if you can. Hey, do they have a Horton Here's a Who? Let me check. Yes, they do. So if you'd like to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. What's that again for the free audiobook? Again, that's www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky for your free audiobook. Wake up. Go to work. Work. Come home. Eat dinner. Rot your brain out. Go to bed. Lather. Rinse. Repeat. Are you tired of an old humdrum life? Tired of things that just weigh you down and depress you? Wouldn't you rather just focus on things that are awesome? Tune into Nutty Bites. Find out what's awesome. Nutty Bites. Nimlast.org slash blog. I'm just a little bit caught in the middle. Life is a maze and love is a riddle. I don't know where to go. Can't do it alone. I've tried and I don't know why.
we're back. Show. That was Lenka uh, from the show and uh, uh, one of the epic rap battles uh, with Dr. Seuss. That was, which was John picked that because there was three, two or three of them that we could have done because we mm-hmm. did one before uh, a few episodes, like probably ten episodes ago. The uh, the one with Einstein versus Hawking, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I was like, we we got to put another one of these on here because it's just so funny. And then John got to choose. Um, so yeah, uh, but uh, YouTube epic rap battles of history and there's like tons of them there's hitler versus vader which you know even though i don't ever remember that happening in history where vader really did exist but he's there because apparently it is our future's past it's like deadliest warrior right they have matchups but that would have probably never happened right like roman soldiers versus the kgb yeah exactly which that would be pretty cool because they have giant fucking shields that cover their entire body and Uh they do that thing where they have shields on top and shields right here and they just Uh walk like a fucking armadillo of right. shields. It's fucking sweet. Well, and I can't giant believe spears the KGB was that advanced, but yeah. no, no, not the KGB. That was the ro- <laughs> oh, oh, the little bomb. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I? Uh, wait a minute. No, oh, no, not that one. Bazinga. There we go. <laughs> um, so we saw. Uh, I got Red State, a copy of Red State early. Kevin Smith's new film, mm-hmm. and I gave it to John and Nathan. Nathan, I should preface this with saying uh, like he usually is with anything which is it's not new i'm not being right. cruel or anything we really surprised yeah we're not really surprised but nathan always he's very adamant of not wanting to watch anything because he <laughs> knows he's going to hate it now i don't think he hated the movie but i don't think he loved it either mm-hmm. but i mean he he was very he couldn't stop talking about it apparently to wendy as was wendy was telling me so i mean it is a movie that does get into your brain right and, and i will agree with him well We'll play his thoughts on it because he did pre-record some thoughts on Red State, and uh, here it is. Thank you. Oh no, not that's not it. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, some things don't make sense, but I mean, honestly, it's a different twist on things. Uh, I mean, as far as religion goes, I guess the movie shows that it. I mean, stuff like that unfortunately could happen. Uh, I first I thought that they just bashed homosexuality, but it's not the case. They bashed anything that was even remotely linked to homosexuality. So three guys, well, I don't want to give anything with the movie away, but anything that's close to homosexuality, they bash. It's not just homosexuality itself. It's anything closely related to it. You just get saran wrapped and shot. Or I mean, I'm assuming that's all they do because... That's all you got to see as far as... They gave something away. So that's... I mean, it basically looked like they were put in a Ziploc bag and then shot. Uh, so I'll give that away. That's it. So homosexuality's bad. Ziploc shot and dead. It was original. I mean, I haven't seen anything like it. I'd suggest it just for the Reverend. He's my favorite character. As much as I dislike that man right now, I thought he gave a really good performance. I mean, John Goodman was actually was really good, but John Goodman he he always does I mean, he always does a good job. Like I never see him in anything amazing, but I never see him in anything bad. Right. So he's like that kid that just sits in class who is smart but doesn't. He wasn't obviously going to win an Oscar for the movie, but he still did a good job. But the Reverend I thought did an amazing job. Because it's hard to be that creepy guy that everybody wants to kill. Because you've always got to be that creepy guy. So I thought, of, I mean, I'd see it just for him because it was it was pretty neat. Uh, I personally would never see it twice. It's not a movie to see twice because I'll just sit there and these things won't be answered. But uh, I would not personally ever see the movie twice. But I'd see it once. I wouldn't pay for it, though. Okay, that was DJ Meat's thoughts, and this is literally right after watching the movie, so mm-hmm. it was very fresh in his mind. And then when I saw Wendy after a few days, you know, yesterday, um, apparently he was still talking to her about it. So I mean, it was something. Yeah, I think that's the whole purpose of this. Kevin Smith, and uh, for those who don't know, the the, the premise of the movie is uh, it's it's a you know how if you know the Westboro Baptist Church, the Westboro Church is their their. Religious nuts who are in the worst example. Mm-hmm. They're not like Billy Graham who is just so full of parables that it, it's too mm-hmm. cheery. That not not right. like that. Some people hate that. Some people don't. Right. It's not that bad, but it's 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 like, actually religion different. to the extreme. Like I, I don't know if I even say extreme. Like he, Billy Graham's extreme, but like Benny Hinn. I wouldn't. Or, yeah. There we go. Or um, I was trying to think of uh, what's the dude's name? I want to say Papas. Papas. 
Yeah. I don't know. He's got a, it's always on late at night and he's got like the miracle water. You call in and get the miracle water. Exactly. And, and it's all about like getting financial freedom and stuff like that and praying that money will come to you. And all these people are like, I was down and out and I was living in a box on the street. And all of a sudden I got a check for $15,000. Yeah, yeah you know, because I prayed, and yeah, that's what God does. Anyway. Yeah. No, it's, that. it's it's more extreme, like, you know, Nate was talking. Right. They, you know, they... Well, he sort of went, he went into it, but then he dodged it a bit, which is yeah. they uh, they take people and they, they kidnap them, mm-hmm. and then uh, it doesn't matter if they're gay or not gay, because mm-hmm. the, the, there's three kids. The movie starts off with three kids. There are heroes, right. or so we think, and they get, they just want to have sex. Yeah, what Nate was talking about, anything that resembles homosexuality, because what these three guys were going to do is they were going to meet up with this... That is true. Internet, that is true. This, girl, this woman uh, that they met on the internet... A threesome at the same... And have a foursome. Yeah, have sex with her all at the same time. So they all would have been naked in the same room having sex with him, so that means homosexual thoughts or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Which is... Uh, and anyway, so, but yeah, yeah. That's, what the, that's how the church... You know, and the level they justified to, what they were doing. They tie, they literally uh, tie a guy up to the cross, and, and then just yeah, it, it, yeah. it's it's horrible. It and the thing that makes it even worse is that he Kevin Smith treats it. Kevin Smith's good at writing dialogue. Yeah. Now, I like the movie in terms of it's a movie mm-hmm. that I'm glad I've seen once. But I, I I agree with Nathan. It's not a movie I want to see again. Like Schindler's List, I like that movie, and I yeah. pull it out once a year to remember. The, the the cruelty of what uh-huh. happened, so I don't forget because it's a horrible thing that yeah. happened. Even it's like Passion of the Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I hold that off a little bit, like maybe every other year, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like it's hard for me to relate to Jesus back then. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like what is what 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 it represents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same kind of thing. Now, I appreciate what Smith was trying to represent. And that's what he did. He literally took the idea of dogma and took it to took all the comedy out of it and made it mm-hmm. a serious issue, mm-hmm. um, which is the idea of dogma. The film dogma, besides having a giant poop monster, was is that religion's good, but it's only good if you like the idea of it and not the belief. Mm-hmm. Because if you believe in something, you're going to die for that belief and you're going to murder people for that. But let's take a little break because we have an oncoming call. I think from Jimmy. Hold on. Hello, Jimmy. Hello, Nick Nitro. Hello, how are you doing, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. I just got your message, and I think I made it in time. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Thank you so much for calling us back. And again, Uh, no problem at all. No problem. And again, very much congratulations because I'm I'm looking at the sheet here because we did. I printed up sheets for John, Nathan, and I. And there, something. Sorry, went. Uh, And like you, John and I got eight. Nathan got six, and you got ten. And there's only, like, I think, like, 12 entries. And w- did you do research? Like, John did research. Yeah, I did research, and I completely... Yeah, just the magic of Google. Just you know? the, yeah, you don't exactly. You trust with that or anything. I don't know. Uh, I don't you know, know. I must have just been looking at the wrong blog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it was impressive. But the one that uh, – there was one on here, though, that, that, uh, that you got over us, which I – was sort of surprised me. And I don't remember what, which one it was. Or maybe it wasn't one. No, because I think the only ones you didn't get. Or no, you got the one that everybody else missed. Uh, which, which one was that? Uh, Harry's Law and Grey's Anatomy. For okay. Paul McCrane and Loretta Devine, I think, as as uh, best supporting actor or actress in a series mm-hmm. or guest actress. And I mean, I just I didn't I didn't see like all the other ones like are ones that we all got that made sense to us. But yeah. those are the two that pushed you over. Uh huh. You know what? I will tell you something on that. I don't know if it will disqualify me for the prize. Oh, but yeah. I think those were handed out earlier. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do a little research on that, no, they no. have like a separate, you know, like show, like you know, sure. the Oscars does with the technical awards. Yeah, they had some of the smaller awards earlier. Like a day or two, but you got that in. Yeah, and it was still on your ballot, so I yeah, yeah. And I checked those ones. No, that's fine, man. Yeah, because Justin Timberlake and Gwyneth Paltrow were given out early too. Yeah. And now, see, that Uh, was my fault. I I didn't. Well, I got this list from TV Line. I'm going to be honest with that because they usually have a complete list, but they gave a Mm -hmm. much shorter list, and I thought it would be easier for us all to do. And I Mm -hmm. didn't realize that they moved the the guest supporting actors to the technical awards. 
So, mm-hmm. so that's my fault. And either way, though, dude, you again, you 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 fucking rocked it, man. <laughs> which, which, so let's see. He get, he gets a choice of well, let me of pull DVDs, up, right? Right. Let me pull out the prize case here. Now you the have prize, now, case. Yeah. prize case. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We have like a little box full of prizes. <laughs> it's uh, basically a drawer in a desk. <laughs> it's a drawer in a desk. Hey, I appreciate that. Any prize is great. And uh, we no. got any. Now these are all Sally normal DVDs, no Blu-ray, but we have Hot Fuzz. We have okay. Little Miss Sunshine or Indiana Jones and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I saw those three posted before. Um, I'm probably going to go with the Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull. Well, yeah, you know cool. what, sir? Congratulations. I will get that mailed out to you uh, probably okay. next Thursday. Just mm-hmm. Now, where are you guys based from? Columbus, in- Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Oh, that would be Ohio State, right? That is correct. That is correct. Yeah, I'm a Penn State man. No, I, so. figured, yeah. <laughs> I figured, yeah. I figured. You know, it's funny. A friend of mine, friend of mine the other day was... And, and you know what else is bad? Not that far from where Terrell Pryor is from. Yeah, so. I know. I know. That's all right. We all hate him here now, so... <laughs> I know. I, it was funny. A friend and I were talking about Penn State the other day. Mm-hmm. We were saying how all these all these teams are are having throwback jerseys, you know, mm-hmm. some somewhere. We have a season. throwback coach. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly, and I thought I don't even know if Penn State has a throwback jersey because no, it's the same one. It's yeah. the same one they've had for hundreds and hundreds of years, or however many long. But I did. Well, say, it, I did it say feels someone, good as the years go by since you graduated, and it does not change. You know? I, did, I did. Someone did tell me that I guess Penn State's. Football jerseys used to be pink. What? Oh, 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 that's kind of harsh. That's kind of harsh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being completely <laughs> no, serious. He's, he's giving me a serious face. I'm being I don't completely think he's... serious. I wasn't trying to joke with no, you. No, I know. But... Iowa, they paint the visiting locker room pink. That I did hear true. that. I do know that. They, that <laughs> wow. Yeah, intimidation, I guess. But Well, since you've asked so, us. You know what? This is probably one of the best things I've ever gotten from Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> well, you know? there we go. You know, we, we aim to please. Awesome. Well, where are you? I mean, you're from you're from PA, but, like, how did you hear about the show? Was it from Talk Superstation or was it uh, through um, Twitter? I was Googling Emmy contests. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And you guys actually came up pretty high in that. And I said, hey, this is an interesting page, you know. Sure. Thanks. Yes. See, and I uh, see if I can win this one. Cool. Definitely. Cool. Well, you did. Congratulations. And uh, if you want to hear yourself, it'll probably be posted in a few days, but gbgpodcast.com. And thanks again. I'll get this yeah, out to yeah, you next I'll Thursday. I'll keep in touch with you guys, and thanks for the prize, and I really appreciate it. Not awesome. a problem, hey, man. Thank for, you. Thanks for playing. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll talk Bye. to you later. All right. See you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. That was awesome. Cool. Congratulations, Jimmy. I did not call you Steve the entire time, so when he hears this, because, again, he has that part of that as his knife. Again, oh, hey, it's Steve. What's up, Steve? And I, I didn't do that. I'm very happy about yeah. that. So that yeah. was really cool. But uh, so, yeah, as we were saying about Red State, um, which was, uh, again, it's just a bizarre, bizarre yeah. thing. And um, I, we, got a, we got a voicemail on this. Speaking of, of calls, yeah. we, this is what I'm saying. It's a very loaded episode. We got a call. From someone uh, named Kimberly, but uh, well, let's just uh, play the voicemail. And this is just about Red State. So here we go. Here's Kimberly's thoughts. Hey, it's Kimberly from Australia, and uh, basically, I saw Red State, and I still don't really know what I think about it. <coughs> it's brave, but I don't think it flowed as well as it should have. It didn't know what genre I wanted to be. It was really brutal. And then it turned into, I just can't quite put my finger on it. Monologues, too many of them. John Goodman, excellent, but the just, you know, dialogue helps. Um, amazing performance by the lead actress. I don't know what her name is. Um, but I just, it's not a rewatchable kind of something to recommend. Don't know if any of that made sense, but I just thought I'd say hi to you guys. And um, enjoy the weekend. Okay, bye. Thank you, Kimberly, very much for calling in. From all, I, which we talked about this before when we got, we were very excited yeah. when we got it this morning. John's like, is she awesome. from Australia or is she still in Australia? So, Kimberly, you probably hear this. Uh, don't hesitate to yeah, just if email you, us if back. You're called, if, if you're originally from Australia and living in the States, and that's how you kind of figure Because, I mean, honestly, if you're living in Australia, I don't know how much an international phone call is, but calling. Columbus, Ohio, from Australia. Yeah. Thank I you. I don't know how much that would be, but if you did, that's pretty awesome. Right. 
So we appreciate that. We do definitely. And uh, but now I, I do think she had some valid points uh-huh. there. But again, Kevin Smith is known for monologuing. Yeah. But yeah. but again, I look at his stuff as sort of like outside the normal norm. But uh, I but I think his whole point was to make you think. I, I don't think it was a movie. Again, like if I do buy it, it would just be if, depending on what special features there are. Yeah. Because Smith does usually deliver on that. How he made the film right, in right. this film had a different marketing. Mm-hmm. Like this is I don't think going out to theaters normally, or if it is. He's putting in theaters himself. He's paying okay. for it. Yeah. Um, I think I did read something about that. Right. Oh, there's a big stink about that. Uh, Apparently, there was a New well, York Giants game or something at Sundance, and he was going to you know sell the film like they do at Sundance. And I, he said it was, he was going to do it like auction style, right? And to then, the guy, and then he he bid like a dollar, and the guy said sold. Yeah, and, and so it's he sold producer. the production right. Yeah. He sold the rights for it for a dollar or something. Right. And so but then he's been touring the movie around for like one night only. If it sells out, then he asks if he rents the theater out again. And so they've already made they've already made their money back. Yeah. And it's all been done marketing through podcasts and online. No marketing machine beyond yeah. that has touched yeah. it. And it's done well. So in that respect, depending on what the extras are, I might get the disc because of that, and I'm a fan. But mm-hmm. beyond that, just for the movie, I, I, I'm with mm-hmm. Nathan and Kimberly. Uh, what about yeah. you, man? Did you... Um, I don't know. I mean, I... If it's a good movie, I'll I'd sit down and watch it again. Um, as I, I agree with Kimberly as far as the dialogue was great. John Goodman was great in it. Yeah, um, I kind of wish he had more dialogue in it. Actually, John Goodman was. I uh, see. I thought John Goodman was. <laughs> I, this is where I disagree with Nate on. Is that I thought John Goodman. He's yeah. good in everything he does. Yeah. I don't think he's just – he's just – it's not like The Simpsons where he's so good if the, if whatever it is isn't good, he's still great in it. Yeah. No, he's good in anything no matter how shitty or good because he's John Goodman. Yeah. Like he's on Community right now. Yeah. And it, you probably saw a trailer for just maybe seen a, a sequence of that where he's like, well, here, uh, you can just tell me what's up. And he's like, <laughs> I will fire and brimstone and that is what's up. And yeah. I'm just like, that's, his delivery is yeah. fucking, and he, yeah. the Big Lebowski, he's yeah. the best part of that movie. Right. Treme, it was horrible when he died in that, yeah. because he's he's great, because he's John Goodman. And in this movie, he looks good, yeah. lost a lot of weight, yeah. and he, he he really is the actual, the mm-hmm. hero of the piece, spoiler yeah, he, alert. He yeah, is. it's, he, I, the, the ending part is pretty interesting, when they're. When he's sitting and talking to the, uh, yeah. to the special agent oh guys. Oh my god. About now what did you think of when the horns went off? I I I don't know. <laughs> I thought, man, what is it like turning into a sci-fi movie now or something? But did, when when you heard it, did you think Revelations, the horns, or I mean, did, did it take you a second? Obviously, that's. I mean, through the whole movie, I mean, that's what those people are are believing in. Yeah, is you know when the world comes to an end and the horns, in the you know trumpets the horn, blow. Trumpets blow. You know, God will strike down those who are, you know, basically non-believers or who are against him, and he will keep the ones who, you know, follow him, which these people in this church believe that they're the only ones that are are good, are worthy of going to heaven, whatever. Right. But, yeah, so, <laughs> I didn't really know what to think about when the when the big sirens were going off. But. No, but Dad watched the movie with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, dad, like, I will say, even though, because uh, my mom and dad are very religious, and not like horribly religious, but I mean, to the point where they go to church every Sunday, that sure, kind of thing. Sure. And my dad, though, does have an open, more open view set where he'll listen to other arguments. Like, he loved yeah. dogma because he was like, you know what? He brought up a lot of interesting points I yeah, never thought yeah, about before, yeah. which is Jesus probably is black. Uh, that it's the idea, not the belief. Even though I do believe, I think that it's it's better in, for a mass populace of an idea than belief because then you sure. get people like Al Qaeda yeah. doing shit like that, and these people obviously. And a matter of fact, when we were watching the movie though, when that went off, Dad's like, "Pause the movie. Do you know what's going on?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah dude. Revelation is my favorite book, man. Because yeah. because it's like sci-fi shit. And in, in yeah. Revelation, there's but, like a no, fucking I thought lion. That meant, like, oh Jesus, they're gonna be like. Well, I thought it was a ploy by stuff the FBI down from the. You know, and I kind of thought that, too. I thought that there was some, you know, because he was in the argument over the phone with that guy, mm-hmm. you know, and he kind of went against what was going on or, you know, they didn't they didn't really jive as far as what their ideas. He wanted to do one thing, but the one guy. Wanted he didn't want to just kill everybody. He wanted yeah. to try to save his, which is what was really tragic. Yeah. No, that's the thing. He, yeah. he thought 
you know, he wanted to do one thing, but then his high, his boss wanted to do another thing. Right. And I thought maybe they hung up and, you know, his boss decided to Fuck go another off. way. Oh, my. Yeah. Collateral damage. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't really know what to expect, but then they explained it all in the end. I like, know. Oh, jeez. It, it's really – I, 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 I see, again, I applaud Kevin Smith on that because it's just a – because when you're watching it, you're just sitting there going, okay, how's this going to end? Please don't let yeah. John Goodman die because everyone else you meet in that movie, those three kids that you think are, are the lead characters, they get killed pretty quick. Yeah. Except for one of them. And then at the end, the one of them that does sort of get towards the end – yeah, it's really tragic. You think it's you think he's gonna like kind of tell him what's going on and yeah, you know, stuff's gonna happen in the one guy. Oh man! And then uh, hopefully we're not giving away too much. But I well, mean, either way, it's spoiler alert anyway. Kind I would say, of, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's a th- it's a thriller type horror type blah 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 movie. People yeah. are going to die, so it's you know. Well, I, I I will agree with Nathan on this that the guy who plays uh, Michael Parks who played Cooper. Yeah. Reverend Cooper Dell. Uh-huh. Oh my God, he was yeah. I mean, he was the guy. And I read that. Kevin Smith said if he couldn't get him, then he wasn't going to make the movie. Right, which I he I'm glad he got he he did get them because yeah. I will say that he was so good in it and it's, yeah, it's yeah. very tough to play a guy like that. A guy like that, yeah. And then I mean, and the great thing is uh, you'll hear a lot about this, but I will warn you if you don't like long like Kim really said long bits of dialogue. The the really biggest thing of dialogue is the sermon, and you know. But there is a lot of other stuff going on in it, though. It's, it's, it's kind of what gets you to hate these people. <laughs> I know exactly because that's the whole thing. Kevin you know? Smith wants you to truly dislike these people. Oh yeah, even I mean, though you're watching, you know you're like, oh, I fucking hate those people. Well, Dad, um, I remember my dad. We saw Cable Guy, and yeah. Jim Carrey did so good playing a dickwad, a, a douchebag in that. That when he didn't die at the end, it made Dad mad. He's like, that guy deserved to die yeah. for what he did. And now we didn't go and we didn't talk about that. We were talking about the religious implications and stuff like that because again, Dad was the, liking the philosophical idea of what yeah. he was trying to do with it. And so we talked about that. But I do wonder what my dad thought about that in terms of did he want Cooper to die? Because again, spoiler: Cooper survives. He just gets put in prison. And now whether he gets put in prison for a long what, time, isn't he like whistling something at the end or well, he's he's, singing something? He's, he's singing slash doing like a mini sermon to himself, and then some guy in the background is like, "Shut the fuck up." Like, you know like, that's Kevin Smith that yells at? No, that was Kevin Smith? Yeah. I did not know that. He has the last line in the movie, yeah. That is so... Because then it goes to credits, yeah. Yeah, which... So, if you get a chance, I would watch the movie. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, he's still going to be touring around the movie for the next few years, even when he's making another movie, his yeah. last movie, supposedly. Yeah. Really? Uh, it's called... It's a hockey movie, Hit Somebody. Part really? one and part two, John Goodman, I think, is the coach. Or the John Candy-like character. You know, Cool Runnings, John Candy? Sure. That kind of guy who's retired. He doesn't want to go back into it, but yeah, he does because yeah. I see town, a new kid that I... Yeah, <laughs> something, that kind of thing. Again, I'm going to see it because I love Kevin Smith, and sure. that's why I saw this one. But uh, I would at least watch it once. It creates a good, interesting conversation, or in some cases, like Nathan, you might not really like the movie, but mm-hmm. it'll make you think. Yeah. Um, another movie we saw, which we need to talk about because you spurred me to go see the movie right away because yeah. you said we do something called GoFobo.com. We'll uh-huh. do a little plug, even though yeah. you should advertise with us, GoFobo. That'd be awesome. That would be sweet because then we all get paid. <laughs> but – uh, GoFobo.com, they give out free movie passes uh, mm-hmm. to local areas, and I don't really know what their uh, their system is on, like, why John gets a pass and I don't, or, mm-hmm. or vice versa. It's funny. Whenever Amanda gets a pass, I get a pass for the same movie. Really? Yeah. We all, always. That's you know, weird. Amanda Maybe will, it's a Amanda will send me a text message or something and be like, hey, I got a GoFobo for blah, blah, blah. And I'll text her back, and I'll check my email. Then I'll be like, "Yeah, I did too." <laughs> See, that's sweet. And because uh, sometimes I remember I got one for Transformers, and you guys didn't get one. But then you guys yeah. got one for like thirty seconds or less, and or a green or a Green Hornet at yeah. one point. And then I got one for something else. So again, yeah. it's there's, I don't understand the algorithm that Gofobo uses. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but but the, it's you, basically screener, screener, ma- right? You know, production companies are putting these movies out. We sort of get the, the word out date. there. Yeah, yeah. Some I've been to one of them where they actually have a Q and A afterwards with yeah, the director. I haven't been to any of those yet. I've only been to one, and it was like Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, and that okay. was years ago. Yeah. Um, but you told me you got a free Gafobo to Moneyball, and I'm yeah. like, that movie looks which good. I really wanted to see. Yeah, and it was, I got it like. Two days after that, <laughs> after that was, I was talking to Amanda about it, I was like, man, we should go see that whenever that comes out. She's like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. And then I got one. I was like, yes. Now, Amanda went with you, right? Yeah. Did she enjoy it? Yeah, she did. Is, 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 and see, Amanda's not a big sports movie person because 
I mean, like, remember the Titans? Yeah. It's a good movie. Sure. I, I love it. Yeah. And, I mean, she'll admit that it's a good movie, but she just doesn't really get into that, oh, sports team that's down and out, you know, a bunch of misfits that get pushed together and... Right. You know, even though Remember the Titans isn't really like that, it has to do with more of the, the racial... Racial you know, problems, uh, yeah. Um, Stuff like that. Well, like, Rudy... Okay, I, okay, I don't love sports. Like Rudy. I or, love Rudy, though. You know, st- oh, God. there's movies like that. Yeah, well, I like... Yeah. That's the thing. It's the weird thing. I think the problem is, and, and I swear to God, I think it's because of my dyslexia. Mm-hmm. Um, she likes the sports movies where there's a story within the story. With story, yeah. Like, like uh, what's the... Bull Durham. She loves Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Even though it's a baseball movie, but there's a love story in there and all that stuff. Well, what's or the, um, with, uh, um, the, the female uh, League of Their Own. It's about women's baseball. But it's really about two sisters. But it's really about two sisters. And, that was and a, that, that, that is a great thing. movie. Yeah. So she likes movies like that. Right. Well, See, that's the thing. Like... With sports, when it comes down to sports, when I was younger, I loved basketball no matter what. I still love basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't watch as much because I don't watch TNT that often. Unless, so yeah. I, I, there's a disconnect there for me on that level. But um, when it came to football or baseball or anything else, it just bored the crap out of me. And then yeah. football, I started becoming to the point where I could watch a game and I get interested in it. Matter of fact, uh, there's an app even now that helps me keep track of the Dolphins because we're not in Miami, we're in Columbus. They don't show dolphin games up here unless they play the Browns. It doesn't matter anyway because they mm-hmm. lose. Come on, Miami. Uh, <laughs> you know, they had a great preseason. They won every <laughs> single game. And then like one of the teams, I think it was the Ravens or Bengals, yeah. they lost to them in the normal season. And they annihilated them in the, what fuck you, Miami. Jesus. I'm sorry. That pissed me off. Uh, anyway, but that's what I'm saying. So like I'm getting to the point where I'm getting older, I like sports, yeah. but one sport I never care for because it's just so boring to me. What was baseball? Baseball. Now I will say if I'm there in the stands, that's a different thing because you got yeah. the smells, yeah. you got the organ play, you got the whole Sure. Thing. The the atmosphere of a baseball game, I think you can't beat as you far can't. as a, as far as a sporting event. But if you're watching it on TV, yeah, there's it's... nothing like sitting there in a baseball stadium with a beer in your hand and hot dog and peanuts and and the smell of you know, beer and yeah, you know, yeah. you hear the crack of the bat and against the ball and yeah, and you're like not that close to us, but you can still it's it's like yeah. just as loud yeah. as if you're right. But every yeah. now and then, there's a foul ball that might come into the stands or right. whatever. Or, you know, so, so see, I seventh inning stretch and you know, there's certain things at the game. You got the Clippers game, you got the hot dog race. Oh, Must, see, you know the condiment race, mustard. And the Clippers is a local team here, by the way. For yeah, those. it's um, um minor league. Yeah, Cleveland Indians farm team. Farm team, but. That's what I'm saying. Like the atmosphere, you're right. It's the atmosphere of the thing, and that's how it used to be for be- football. So I think probably another ten years, twenty years, I'll like baseball. But <laughs> but unless it's yeah. like in movie form, I can't get into it because yeah. again, they just they show you the best parts that yeah. you need to know of the game, and that's yeah. me. But and they, they and they showed actual footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what made intersplit intermixed with shots like they're redoing. It was a great movie. Yeah. Um, the movie. I thought all the actors were great. Jonah Hill even was good. Yeah. Even though that dude is like was like really heavy when he made the movie. Yeah. Well, did you great... know that his character is based on like four people, right? And it's based on a certain one guy, but that guy didn't want to be involved in the movie at any, at any any part at all. Really? Yeah. So like his name's not what Jonah Hill's character's name was. Peter. I Something think. like yeah. that. Yeah. It's it's completely different. And the guy in real life is like tall and skinny <laughs> well there you go the you beauty know, of Hollywood like they didn't try to you know they made him like the complete opposite <laughs> well you gotta root for Brad Pitt no matter what so you yeah. get him you get him the fat sidekick yeah and it, and it works out or like Robin Robin compared to Batman looks too scrawny compared to yeah. beefy yeah. I'm the Batman yeah and then you're like so so yeah you want the differences and that's a pretty big difference but it's a great movie I yeah. And it's co-written by Aaron Sorkin, who did The Social Network, yeah. A Few Good Men. Which you can almost kind of tell which parts he wrote during the... <coughs> like yeah. the scene where he's on the phone, working the deals out. Yes. He keeps putting him on hold. He's like, all right, call you back, call you back, call you back. And then Jonah Hill does one, and he's like, yes! <laughs> he's like, we'd like to trade blah, blah, blah for blah, blah, blah. Please. Yes, I added the please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then the the part I think he also did the part where he he fired he had to fire the guy or at least the, yeah. that where they 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 prepped up getting fired yeah he's like I need you to you need to learn how to fire somebody being assistant GM I I don't want to do that that's stupid and, and he's like no no just go ahead and, and just try it and he's like uh, Bob uh, I'm really sorry but we have to let you go it's it's not you then what is it then 
I, I don't know. Well, I just moved into a house. I just have a family. We just got her enrolled in preschool or school. Yeah, yeah. And he just he doesn't know what to say. He's like, okay, forget. It. What the hell was that? You know, he all you do is say we're sorry. You're fired. You're let go. This is the name of blah 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 in relations. And, 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 and he's expecting the, your call. Yeah, so just give him a call. And so when he does have to do it, it's really funny. He's like, can I can I talk to you for a second? Awkward silence as they sit down, just stare at each other, yeah. and then he's. It is, is it was a great movie. Yeah. I because when it comes down to it, the players don't want it sugar coated either. Right? No, it's true. You would rather have someone just. It's, all, it's just a business, though. So. It is, and I I was I was impressed by it. and mm-hmm. uh, you know I knew enough about baseball what happened that I yeah, I, sure. I thought that either he they used, Red Sox used the system or he he, <clears throat> he taught them and no they just applied it from what they heard to yeah. their own team and then two years later. Red Sox won the won the World Series, which, mm-hmm. as someone who likes the underdog and doesn't like someone who just can buy their way into a pennant, right. good job, Boston. Way to fucking beat the Yankees. Yeah. So, um, but uh, nothing wrong with the Yankees, by the way. Not there's yes, anything there wrong. Is. Yeah, there yes, is. There okay, is. there is. And Boston there for a bit got a little bit too high on their horse too. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll throw I it there. And Boston say. is kind of getting to that. Right, but at the same time, though, you're happy for them in just a bit because yeah, they were. It's almost like Boston will always be an underdog. <laughs> they, they really were. They really well. Like the other thing that was really neat, though, was I remember. I can only remember two times I've ever seen a movie that took place in in Boston that actually showed the stadium, not like an overhead shot, but in the stadium, which was the town, which was fantastic. Yeah, that was an awesome movie. They they robbed. The, the the was it not Wiggly? No, that's that's Chicago. What's Fenway Park? Finley Park. Fenway, Fenway Park. Fenway. Fenway. They robbed Fenway Park. Green and in this one, he goes in for a meeting there, and it's really neat. Yeah, it to is see the differences cool. between the A Stadium, which yeah. is just oh shit, God yeah. love them, and then, but it's a great movie. I yeah. cannot. And yeah. just go see it. Just go see. It. I, yeah, I, I, that's all I'm gonna do is like mm-hmm, good movie. Mm-hmm. You're my little pet. Yeah, but uh, it's yeah, it's a fantastic movie if mm-hmm. you get a chance to see it. Um, what else we got? We got. Uh, um, I mean, we, we watched Raising Hope and New Girl. I mean, yeah, we wanted to talk about Red State and Moneyball. Right, that was the big ones. The big ones, but I mean, we've I'd never seen Raising Hope before. It's it's funny. It is pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't I didn't really know what the show was about. I guess Hope is the name of the little girl. Right, and so they're raising her or whatever, and it's it's a redneck family. Yeah, but the the one we watched was called Prodigy. Yeah, in the episode and the the father of Hope, I can't remember his name. He's the teenage boy. Well, he's not a teenager; he's a college age boy. Yeah, has a kid has he has hope, hope, but they're watching old videos of him and playing piano. Yeah, or all of a sudden right? he starts playing piano and singing and and all this stuff, and um, the family's like trying to like hide that from him because he basically lost that talent Aww. because there's this whole thing what happened like his father threw a golf club and hit him in the head and then after after that happened he couldn't sing and play the piano anymore so they <laughs> wanted to like hide it from him basically so they're trying to they're trying to um, get that talent back right because they want to make money you know and you know they all this thing. You know they they're drinking one night, and all of a sudden he starts singing, and it sounds beautiful. Right. And the next, you know, so his mother enrolls him in the talent show, you know, to show all these people that he has this talent. Mm-hmm. And he starts singing, and it's horrible. It's horrible. They can't figure out what's wrong. Right. So they start talking like, why did he start singing great the other night? And it was because they were drunk. And he only sounds good when he's drunk. Oh, so man. he rolls in another talent show. He's drunk as hell. Goes up there. Sounds great. Then they go home and watch the video. And he sounds horrible on the video. And it turns out that the parents were drunk also. So they thought he sounded good. Yeah. So not only was he drunk singing... His parents were drunk also. And they heard him singing while they were drunk, and you know. So that means was it's he kind of like really... beer goggles? You know, you you start you. you so did that beer. mean that they he ever was really talented? <coughs> no. <laughs> That's great. That's funny. Now, did you watch? And you watched the new girl. Watched, now, it was a pilot, I think. Did you, did you watch episode two with the new black guy? No, I didn't. 
it, it's missing something. Yeah. It's still funny. It's still good. It's just not as good. And, yeah. Um, I did start following Dame Wayans Jr., though, on He is Twitter, hilarious. He is pretty funny. Now, I, I will point out, though, too, uh, Krista Miller Lawrence is now following us on Twitter. And Something. and she responded back to my random tweet about New Girl. I was like, because like, I think it's something like, please, Damon Wayans Jr., can't you just find a way to do both shows or the network allow you to do both shows? We, it, it, You are missed greatly yeah. or something. And she's like, I know, hate it. And I'm just like, <laughs> like woo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, which, which, is, which is nice, though, because, you know, I don't know if she's, because uh, I think she likes. Those you don't know, she is married to Bill Lawrence. Right, who is at this point a very good uh, supporter of the show, which thank you, Bill and Krista, and mm-hmm. everybody else involved with whatever else Bill Krista does. Krista Miller, is, she played... Uh, Jordan and Scrubs. Jordan and Scrubs. Ellie she was on Drew Carey. Carey. Yeah, she was Kate and Drew Carey show as well. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. I, she, so she's been around. She's been around, but she always plays one of the best characters on each show, Yeah, she usually. She always has the good quips and whatever. So yeah. um, beyond that, though, uh, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Anything else or... Oh, yeah. Um, we are now officially... Thanks for bringing this up. Because you are welcome. <laughs> I have it on the board, and I keep missing it. Um, we are syndicated now on TalkSuperStation.com every Tuesday night at midnight. So for those of you listening right now to us, thank you very much for listening. Um, we are now not alternate programming anymore. We are mm-hmm. now for sure uh, the the program on Tuesday nights. Um, the other program is now alternate pro- I don't know what that is, but... Um, so there Sucks you, to be them. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I, I appreciate the uh, – oh, yeah, because I was just reminded. I was like, hey, we, just don't forget you know, to put the episode up. And he was like, hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you guys. You guys are now – I was like, oh, yeah. There you go. So, again, thanks, everyone, to TalkSuperStation.com and all our listeners out there. Um, and also for those listening, that you guys have been downloading older episodes. So to find out what we're all about, again, thank you. If you want to email us or complain to us about something we've done or think something we did was funny, goodbaggeeky at gmail.com, voicemail 614-364-4088. And uh, we will see you next episode with a, a full episode of Jerome Wetzel TV. And then after that, we'll be back with John, Nathan, and I. Hopefully. Ho- well, hopefully. We will see. We will see. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya.